We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Travis Kelsey, questionable for the opener tonight. Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. And that is everything in this game, along with Chris Jones Perloff, who still no deal, never got that raise, at least yet. Five o'clock. It's not too late, Maggie. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got kickoff here in a couple hours. Something tells me this contract's not going to get done. If it was pro wrestling, he'd sign in the second quarter (laughs) and come out to great fanfare in the third quarter. It'd be awesome. The game-winning sack. Yeah, logistically that can't happen, right? That's that's not in the in the cards. I don't think that you can do that. (laughs) Drive into the stadium through the gate. No, Uh, Chris Jones not going to play in this game. Didn't get through their contract dispute, and with a limited or totally non-existent Travis Kelsey, I'm going with Detroit on this one. Perloff and Listen, it doesn't mean I think that Kansas City can't like have a good season or rebound or something like that. It's just Kelsey is way too important to what they do. And Andy Reid has two days to prepare without having his best offensive weapons. Even for as amazing as Mahomes is, that is too much to overcome. I, I expect him to Mahomes to throw to the backs a lot here. I don't know. It's, I'm coming off the Super Bowl. That's the most recent time we saw the Chiefs. In the second half, Mahomes was throwing it everywhere. And everybody sort of stepped up and could catch. I like this rookie, Rasheed Rice, out of SMU. Yep. Uh, love Sky Moore this year. I think Sky Moore is going to take a next step up. And Kadarius Tony, this is one of the – he is playing, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the few he's, – he's listed – I think he's listed as something now. But he's one of the few games we're going to actually have him on the field. So take advantage of that. They just find guys, Maggie, because Mahomes – Mahomes, one thing about him, he does not hone in on one target. Yeah, he loves Kelsey. Kelsey's his guy on third down. But he's not afraid to throw it to anybody in a key moment. So I, I think that the Chiefs will find enough weapons. This is going to be great. I think Goff is going to have 400 yards tonight. Wait, too. do they do the ring around the rosy play? No, tonight, without Kelsey there, there's no Eric. <laughs> now you get you just got to really hone in. Yeah, yeah. The no, basic playbook, none of yeah, that no, fancy no, stuff. No, no look stuff from Mahomes. No left-handed passes. No ring around the rosy. Then again, it is national TV. He does like an audience. I think you're getting an offensive lineman catching a touchdown pass. I could see it. Yeah, that's true. That that'd be fun. But uh, I th- I think they are probably a little nervous. It, by the way, Kelsey could play too. But it's possible, it, but how limited would he be? That's what the shots are for, Maggie. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got 17 weeks to go after this. You know. Yeah. I, it's 18 I, week season now. I don't know if I would want to like risk blowing out my knee for week one against the Lions. Yeah. The logic that you said all week. Why risk it? Why not just wait? You have a 10 day rest after this. 
first of all, Travis Kelsey always plays. Travis Kelsey loves the big stage. That's true. And this is the big, big stage. Yeah, but it's not SNL. Like, you gotta, you know, I know he loves the big stage. He's only missed three games. Two of those were because the Kansas City Chiefs had already locked up their playoff spot, and the other one was because of COVID in 2020. This guy is not somebody who misses games. However, you just gotta be smart here. The bigger picture. You say it's not SNL. It's Five times of viewers of the most viewed SNL. This is the whole world is watching this. This is right behind the Super Bowl. This is a kickoff special. Who's the concert tonight, by the way? Is there a concert? You know how they Are used they to do like the that? Black Eyed Peas used to play on opening night. I don't know. You're right. Actually, is this the game on? Is this game on NBC yeah, or on NBC. Amazon? No, it's, it's Football Night America. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. On to the Jared Goff side of things and the Detroit side of things. Why I'm you know bullish on the Lions, not just like the offseason hype that's been the storyline for for months here is the Lions have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. If you give Jared Goff time, then he's going to be able to get the ball to whoever he wants to, notably Amon Ross St. Brown and others. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. And without Chris Jones on the defensive side, Perloff, it's going to be really hard to keep Detroit's offense honest. And yeah, probably a shootout in this one, which I know you're looking forward to. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm actually really, I find the Jared Goff story really interesting Jared Goff, everyone, when he went to Detroit, they're like, he's a placeholder. He's a bridge quarterback. Right. Then last year, his numbers were outstanding. 29 touchdowns, seven picks. Wouldn't it be funny if Jared Goff ends up signing another $200 million contract? I'd be shocked. Uh, but would you be shocked now? Yeah, last year we'd be shocked. Now it'd be like, now it makes perfect sense. He gels with that offense coordinator. He has all the weapons around him. He seems like he's, if he's on the offense where he's got a lot of people to help him, he can be good. And this is a situation, you know, he's going to have time tonight to throw. No one's getting to him. So I think he's going to put up big yards. Yeah, you know, before the draft, I thought maybe the Lions could be a sneaky team. I know they took Hendon Hooker, but I thought maybe they could be a sneaky team that could possibly think about getting the quarterback of the future in the building now to oh, sort of in the draft. Yeah. Okay. Like before the draft, before the most recent draft, I thought maybe, right. maybe they end up taking right, right. Hendon hooker. So maybe he is the future. Who knows? He's coming off a knee injury, but wow, he's almost old enough to retire. Yeah, already too. He's basically <laughs> the same age as golf. But <laughs> I was wondering if God, if like, this is what happened with the San Francisco 49ers, right? They were like, listen, if we can be really good with sort of middle of the road quarterbacks, like Jimmy Garoppolo, and we can get to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship games with the grapple. Imagine how good we would be if we had, you know, what they thought was like Trey Lance, you know, mm. someone who could have this really high ceiling. And we saw how that worked out. I wonder if Detroit could have the same feeling. Like, hey, if we yeah. could be this good with Jared Goff, how good could we be with insert X name? Yeah, I mean, I think there's legitimate reason to think that Jared Goff could get you a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, because he brought a team to a Super Bowl. So, yeah, and they didn't and he, score a touchdown in that game. Yeah, but Tom Brady scored one touchdown in that game. Is that a is that an indictment of Tom Brady? Well, no, it's not because he scored a touchdown and won. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brady, actually, technically, I think Brady Sony Cook Michelle kept actually. Kept in. <laughs> yeah. I think Sony Michelle actually scored that touchdown. Uh, yeah, listen, Jared Goff is the number one pick. Probably a little too maligned because his coach couldn't stand him, which might have been personal. Yep. Maybe some comments were made about said coach's girlfriend on Instagram. Uh, whatever. Something went <laughs> totally south there yeah. in, in L.A. And obviously Stafford could get the job done. I just think it's a funny redemption story. And because Jared Goff is a very unassuming, seems like an unassuming, nice California kid. Doesn't seem to have a problem with anybody. And he's just tripping into this sort of super offense now. Once Jameson Williams comes back, Amon Ross St. Brown's a budding star. Jameer Gibbs is going to be awesome. He's going to be like Alvin Kamara. The line is, as you mentioned earlier, the line is great. This really has a chance to be special. The big question. At the end of the year, Aiden Hutchinson looked like a star. And that defense looked legit. 
Man, I don't see how they do it tonight, Maggie. Even without Kelsey, I think it's going to be so hard. It's well, the Chiefs. This is tough. Uh, I'm sorry. Speaking of saying things about other people's girlfriends, did you see the story about Belichick? Yeah. Is this a real story? So we'll give you the Cliff Notes version, which is, is this according to the Daily Mail? So take this all with a grain of salt. This is coming from the gossip pages. But according to, I think, the Daily Mail, Belichick and his longtime girlfriend, Linda Holiday, have broken up. And apparently it's been like a long, drawn-out, back-and-forth, as a lot of breakups are. And maybe it's gotten a little ugly, And according to this story, there are people close to Belichick who are worried that Linda is going to go rogue on social media or something and spill the secrets or whatever Mm. about Belichick. Yeah. Why did they break up now? Like, if she could handle sort of a grumpy head coach type, why did it break up? I don't understand. This is very unlikely to me because every time you see a photo shoot of the two of them, Belichick looks miserable and she looks really happy. <laughs> like all good relationships. Like if you could do one year of Bill Belichick, what's to stop you from going the distance? Here? <laughs> uh, page six also has this as well. It's not just the Daily Mail. Um, apparently they're having an awkward breakup, according to sources. I say spill it, Linda. Let's go, lady. Come on, honey. You can do it. What was he saying about Brady? What was he saying about Kraft? You know he was saying stuff about Kraft's son. I'm sure he unloads on Kraft's son. Like, oh, Jonathan. Yeah, but she can't can't just say Belichick said he didn't like Kraft. It's got to be something specific, right? Like, it's got to be like a a cheating scale or something. Nah, I don't want to know about that. I want to know what did he say about Brady? Like, what what did she overhear? She can't just come out. How do you come out and say, oh, Bill, you should hear it. No, she, she she has to have a smoking gun. She can't just like pass an opinion because Bill be like, that's her interpretation of it. I need like a, I need something that's going to get the NFL involved. Oh, I need something like really he's good been here. Videotaping the Jacksonville Jaguars practices or something. <laughs> no, they I, have Josh Allen's house bugged. I want a text. I want hard evidence of something. It's got to be like, remember how Tom Brady had to destroy his phone? I want Belichick yeah. destroying his phone. <laughs> Actually, uh, so she was the one, I guess, who was criticizing Tom Brady in 2021, made some headlines for, uh, criticizing Brady when he was with the Tampa Bay Bucks. So, listen, maybe she's a little bit, she's a, she's a wild card. Come on, Linda. Let's go. What do you got? You ever seen that Nantucket Magazine shoot with Bill Belichick and his girlfriend? It's one of the most amazing things ever. <laughs> I have You've seen never it. seen a more awkward model in your life than Bill Belichick. Like, I just picture the photographer saying, all right, now smile. <laughs> and, like, doing that forced smile. <laughs> It's like his smile. I always say Bill Belichick, when he smiles, looks like he's staring at the sun. It's like, ugh. it's always squinting and so pained. Does part of you make, make you more excited about the Patriots now that he doesn't have his girlfriend in his life. He can focus solely on football. Probably doesn't have to coach the offense again this year. Like Wait, and that's year. different from the last 30 years of his life. Well, no. How long has he been with this woman? No, but his whole life, he's been super focused on football. I don't know. She seems like she's been in the way. <laughs> yeah. Been in the way. They've won like two Super Bowls since they've been dating, haven't they? Yeah, but I mean, they were super close Super Bowls. You know, <laughs> Patriots always play close Super Bowls. I don't know. Bill Belichick certainly looked distracted last year. I mean, there's no arguing that. You're gonna blame Linda? I am gonna blame Linda. I feel like she made him dress up like like a pirate at a Halloween party, and now now the Patriots are going to the toilet. Yes, after I'm surprised you're the one kind of like not freaking out about this. You're the you know perennial. You know, PTSD, Bill Belichick has ruined my entire football existence. And now you're like, there might be some 
Bill Belichick, like, focused and laser beam, ready to kick butt this season. And you're like, nah, whatever means nothing. Just give me the yeah. dirt on Brady. Yeah. I think I'd he's be freaking the, out if I were you. He's the same. He, you don't. Linda is not pulling Belichick out of whatever cave and hole he goes into to watch film for twenty-two hours a day. No shot. But maybe he's only watching eighteen hours of film because of her. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I want Linda to spill the beans. Come Bel- on. I don't know. Belichick doesn't hasn't seemed to have that edge for a little while. I feel like Belichick's definitely lost. Maybe it's his old age. I feel like he's less scary now than he used to be. He did you hear today? He had a twelve-minute answer to a question. About long that. snappers. <laughs> I watched that whole thing. You yeah, did? Yeah, yeah. Why? I watched, I watched I a big intrigued. chunk of it. It was fascinating. You I was like, there's no way he can't keep going on. There's, this has to be like, you know, re-looped or something. Nope, he went on for 10 minutes. He spoke great. 10 minutes straight about long snappers? Yeah, and why they should be on a, you know, that why you can't have like a center as a long snapper. You need a separate guy as a long snapper. He went through the whole history of <laughs> kickers and punters and long snappers. It was great. Man, bless you, Stu, for listening to that. Thank you for listening to it so I didn't have to. <laughs> I, feel I like noticed no clips of that on the cut sheet, so clearly not that amazing. <laughs> I was thinking about just having an entire segment where we air the entire answer and just <laughs> sit back and listen. No, if if this ever happens where, like, one of us gets, like, explosive diarrhea or something, then just play Belichick <laughs> on the long snapper. That's the reason? <laughs> of all the things that could <laughs> Whatever. <up>. Like, <laughs> the, the, the Barcelona plane that had to be turned around. Atlanta to Barcelona because of the biohazard. If that ever happens, just play the Belichick answer. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> I just made everyone in the room really uncomfortable. You know what I, my issue with this whole thing was the reporter. I, I, do you guys know who asked it? He was so clearly getting brownie points. He's like, oh, I was just thinking about something. And they're like, I was just thinking uh, about Bill, something. Bill, I'm coach, not going to ask about, you know, your week one game against the Eagles, which you're definitely going to cover. And by the way, I'm going to ask about long snappers. He's like, the, 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 the reporter goes, you know, I was just thinking about something. Long snappers, like, oh, come on. You are <laughs> yeah. brown-nosing with Bill Belichick. It was pathetic. Yeah. You can't pull him to the side and ask him that question. You no, can't no, no. brown-nose in, the in guy private. Didn't even, it wasn't, he didn't even have his tape recorder on for the answer. <laughs> he just wanted to get in Bill Belichick's good graces. Well, if he did have the tape recorder on, it would be out of tape by the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a brilliant move by the reporter. Bill Belichick will love him forever. Totally. Yeah, I think right. Belichick The next will... time he asks about Mac Jones, he's going to be like, shut up. <laughs> I'm taking uh, away your press Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> So it was Ben Volan who asked him. Oh, well, wow. we love Ben. Ben's <laughs> wow. not brown-nosing. Ben's out there breaking stories. Ben is all... Ben's well, out there uncovering, you know, Stephen Ross meeting with Tom Brady on a private yacht right, and yeah. getting the Dolphins' first-round draft pick but, taken away. Yeah, we all know what's going on here. Ben is Ben is throwing a softball, but he's, he's gearing up for that one pitch later. He's going to give him a fastball <laughs> down, down the pipe on Sunday or something. Ben is just trying to get in his good graces before About he destroys Bailey Zappi. him. Yeah, before he destroys him in two weeks. And when he comes with the big backup qu- quarterback questions. Belichick, he's going to be angry again, Maggie. I might change my picks. This is this is huge. <laughs> because I definitely, he's broken up with Linda? Yeah, I definitely give the Patriots one and a half wins off of this. Is Belichick like an eligible bachelor now? I can't imagine Belichick ever even meeting this woman. <laughs> She's probably going to get a glow up here. Imagine you could be dating Belichick's ex-girlfriend. I bet mm. in New England that means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> every every <laughs> single dude in Southie is going to want to date Linda. She oh. knows everything about the team. Yeah, because, yeah, Belichick's ex-wife, I'm sure she was a hot product in New Jersey. <laughs> Listen, get, get out of here. <laughs> get, like, three glasses of wine and Linda and be like, all right, what was Gronk really Wait, like? who is Linda the girlfriend's name? Yeah. You talk about her like, oh, my friend Linda. Well, I mean, I feel like we could be friends probably. No, you could. I you think I could be friends with woman? any woman on the planet. 
they're a lot rooting against uh, in this this friendship. I don't see the former Miss Arkansas who's obsessed with photo shoots. Doesn't exactly <laughs> remind me of you. Yeah. <laughs> We'd find common ground. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Every woman likes to talk about a skincare routine. It's fine. It's a classic icebreaker. It's the fantasy football of like women's conversations. Whatever you guys talk about fantasy football to like, you know, break the ice with mm. other dudes. Women we talk about Botox. There you and go. By the looks of it, I think Linda and I could have a robust conversation. 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> okay, coming up next, we have Dion Sanders. This is going to be interesting. Well, not Dion. We're going to talk about Dion Sanders. What's that? And Carrington Harrison. Yes, Carrington is going to join us. We get live updates from Kansas City next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Starts tonight. Oh, yes, Maggie. Let's go. Getting closer to kickoff between the Chiefs and the Detroit Lions, and we still don't really have an update as far as we know on Travis Kelsey. Still listed as questionable. Chris Jones, not going to play. Does not have a new contract, but let's get some boots on the ground. Let's go down to Kansas City right now. Carrington Harrison is good enough to join us. He's the afternoon host on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City, also a host right here on CBS Sports Radio. Carrington, it's Maggie and Perloff. Thanks so much for doing this, man. How are you? Yeah, of course. I'm happy to come on today, man. Okay, so Travis Kelsey, Perloff and I see this two different ways. I think this is major if Kelsey can't play tonight. And I don't know if it's, you know, he's going to try to gut it out. I think that would be a mistake. But what would Kansas City lose if Kelsey cannot go? 
I agree with half of what you said. I mean, I certainly am on the side of this is a week one game against an NFC opponent. I understand that we act like every week in the NFL is the most important thing ever, but Kansas City can still accomplish all of its goals if they lose today. You still play Cincinnati later in the year. You still play Buffalo. You have Jacksonville next week. That's a team that you could be potentially fighting with for playoff positioning. It's still so early on in the season. I am not letting Travis Kelsey play at 70 80% or so. You obviously are losing a lot. I think you could argue that Travis Kelsey is the best skill position player in the league. He certainly is on the short list. But I at least want to note the last time that Patrick Mahomes played without Travis Kelsey, he had COVID back in 2021. They scored 36 points against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their number one leading receiver was Byron Pringle. Their leading <laughs> rusher in the game was Darrell Williams. So I understand the pause and cause for concern about not having Travis Kelsey. But this team still has one of the greatest quarterbacks that we've ever seen. So, Carrington, when Tyreek Hill left, a lot of people said, oh, the Chiefs' offense is going to struggle. And now the argument we've been having all day, what what would an offense, and it's not just about this injury, but just eventually Travis Kelsey's going to retire. I am from Philadelphia, and I say Andy Reid can generate offense no matter who's at the skill positions as long as you have Patrick Mahomes. I, you know, you just hinted at it. I think they can keep it going, and they'll just find guys. Am I Am I being overly positive about this sort of, hodgepodge wide receiving core they have? No, not at all. I mean, this is just what great players do. I mean, we've seen LeBron play for different organizations, different teams, different coaches. He's still been LeBron James through all this. We saw Peyton Manning with the Colts, with the Broncos. We've seen 15 different versions of the Patriots with Tom Brady. I don't really know why Patrick Mahomes would be any different. I mean, they won a Super Bowl last year with Travis Kelsey and a bunch of guys. You had a seventh-round player in Isaiah Pacheco, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Sky Moore, Kadarius Toney, not a lot of household names. We weren't talking about a juggernaut offense with pieces, and they scored more points than any team in the National Football League. So I certainly understand the question, but we never asked this question about Brady. We never asked this question about Peyton Manning. We, we didn't ask this question about Aaron Rodgers when he lost Jordy Nelson. I don't know why we're asking this about Patrick Mahomes. Carrington Harrison joining us from Kansas City's the afternoon drive host on 610 Sports Radio, also a host here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, flipping over to the Chris Jones side of the air. Not, not to go to Chris Jones quickly. Carrington, is there anything else that we should know about tonight's game? Because Kelsey has gotten so much attention. But anything else that, you know, you're thinking about? I mean, I actually think I talked about this on my show, and I would—I don't want to be Debbie Downer because everybody in Kansas City is so happy. This game kind of feels like 2017. You remember Kansas City went on the road to New England to play them. New England had just won a Super Bowl. They were raising a banner. Mm-hmm. You remember Alex Smith threw for 400 yards in that game and four touchdowns. Kareem Hunt had a really big day. Tyreek Hill had a really big day, and the Chiefs went on the road and upset the Patriots. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of similarities between those two games. I also look at this, like, Everybody has been talking about how good the Lions are, that this is the year for the Lions. If you're ever going to catch Kansas City, isn't this the game to catch Kansas City? Travis Kelsey banged up. No Chris Jones. Sneed, their number one corner, missed a lot of training camp. Their running back missed a lot of training camp. Their number one wide receiver, Kadarius Toney, he was banged up. Like We're not talking about a fully functional, operating, firing on all cylinders versions of the Kansas City Chiefs. If the Lions are a team that people think can make the postseason and win their division, this is the perfect time to catch Kansas City. Carrington, how big of a failure is it that Chris Jones and the Chiefs could not get to a contract agreement before tonight's game? 
the thing that actually like trips me up about this, and people nationally aren't talking about this, is Chris Jones is going to be in attendance at the game today. He is going to be in a suite. This will be like Maggie what? tomorrow. He, he, he's, he's going to be at the game. It would be like if you called off work, but then but then still came up there to eat lunch with everybody. Like, <laughs> Showed up you? in the happy hour. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know how you can opt out of everything. He has never practiced with this version of the Kansas City Chiefs. And now you get to have all you can eat, all you can drink, and celebrate the raising of the Super Bowl bear? Like, I can't believe the Chiefs are even with this. It makes absolutely no sense to me. This entire thing has been a, a, a very unhappy NBA player soap opera. It, it, this has been Ben Simmons. This has been James Harden. This has been Damian Lillard. It has been nonstop drama circulating around Chris Jones over the last two or three months. Uh, Carrington, by the way, I was, I was going through your social media. Did you throw out a first pitch at the Royals game, or was that all? I did. I, I did a couple of weeks ago, and this was this was my philosophy. Nobody remembers great first pitches. Nobody. You, Nobody. You, you have never seen a video of somebody like, man, that guy really had an arm. You only remember if somebody does really bad on a first pitch. So I just didn't want my first pitch to be memorable. I wanted to go up there, and all I wanted to do was make sure that I got it to home plate. <laughs> I know I'm not getting signed off of yeah. this. It's not like the Royals were going to come down and have me pitch the eighth inning. I probably would, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. So I just wanted to throw it straight. I did that. I never want to throw another first pitch. That was I would say that was a hanging slider. I would have ripped that into the gap. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, though. I mean, the way the Royals have been going, you might be able to pitch for them in relief. Uh, so, Carrington, though, back to the Chris Jones thing quickly. Um When's he going to get signed? Like, when is this going to happen? He tweeted something about week eight a couple weeks ago, but, you know, where is this going? I would set the over-under at Chris Jones at three and a half, okay. and I think he's going to be back for that game against the Jets. They play the Jets at the end of the month. I mean, this is the game that Chiefs fans have had circled. We have had two other opportunities to see Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. The first time Patrick Mahomes got hurt the last time, that was the game that we found out that Aaron Rodgers didn't have the COVID vaccine, so he couldn't play in that game. So NBC wanted to get that game early in the schedule. Chiefs fans are super excited for that one. That's the game that I would have circled. A lot of people, at least locally, have brought up Le'Veon Bell. I actually don't think this is anything like Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell got franchise tag. That's not what we're talking about. This is a lot more like Cam Chancellor when he was with Seattle. You remember Cam Chancellor was mad about his contract. He held out earlier in the season, and then the Seahawks never budged and then gave him a new deal. That's what I think is going to happen with Chris Jones. I think he comes back to work in a couple of weeks and plays under that same contract, and then next year hits free agency and probably goes to join the, the Bears or the, or the Colts or somebody like that. Uh, all right, real quick, Carrington, rank the top three Kansas City wide receivers in order. Who's wide receiver one, two, and three? I would say Marquez Valdez-Scantling is number one. If we're saying everybody is healthy, I would say Kadarius Toney is number two, but he has just never been healthy. He wasn't healthy at Florida. He wasn't healthy when he was in New York with you guys. He wasn't healthy last year with the Chiefs. This year in training camp, I, this is not hyperbole, he got hurt on their first practice drill <laughs> at training camp. Oh, not the first practice, the very first drill that they ran, he got injured and missed all of training camp and missed all of the preseason. I would probably put him at number two if he's healthy. I would put Sky Moore. Sky Moore's a player that I'm really looking forward to today. I mean, he was a rookie last year in Andy Reid's system. Now this year, remember, he had that touchdown in the Super Bowl. I think he's going to carry that momentum. For those of you that gamble, his over-under on receiving yards is around 49 and a half. I'm actually taking the over tonight for Sky Moore. I actually don't think that Travis Kelsey's going to play. So that means it's going to be a lot of opportunities for other guys. I think Sky Moore is going to really soak up that opportunity. 
Carrington, we appreciate this so much. Thank you for giving us some flavor from Kansas City. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. You know what? I always appreciate the fun topics that you guys do. I look forward to you guys taking like a deep dive on like varsity blues or fire <laughs> or something. I already, I already know that's coming up for you guys. Well, we'll make sure to get you on the horn when we're doing greatest, uh, you know, table tennis movies of all time. <laughs> You're going to be our first, our first call. There's nothing I love more than bad movies. Everybody <laughs> has a favorite bad movie, so I'm very, I'm very excited about this. Yes, awesome. that's why I like Caddyshack too. Thank you, Carrington. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Carrington Harrison, uh, afternoon host, 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City and right here on CBS Sports Radio. I keep telling you, Maggie, don't tell anyone outside the building or outside this room that you like Caddyshack, too. <laughs> okay, Just yeah. not good for our brand. Listen, it's not the weirdest thing that's ever been said. Can we quickly get to Aaron Rodgers? I want to react to what Carrington said, but we got to get this Aaron Rodgers story in. What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? Talking about aliens. As Aaron Rodgers has been known to do. I'm sorry. Talking about UFOs. Not aliens. Talking about UFOs. Rodgers tells this story. It's from the season finale of Hard Knocks. I was getting down to bed. I heard this alarm in the distance going off. Steve and his brother and I walked outside. And up in the clouds. And we heard this sound. And we saw this tremendously large object moving through the sky. And it was like a scene out of Independence Day when the ships are coming into the atmosphere and they're creating this like uh, explosion type fire in the sky. We just saw this incredibly large object and froze as anybody would because we knew what the hell was going on. And about 30 seconds later, we heard fighter jets chasing this object. And then we all kind of looked at each other like, did we just see what we think we just saw? That got me into researching more about UFOs, whatever the hell it was, I don't know. But it was definitely unidentified. It was definitely flying. It was definitely a large object. There you go. Aaron Rodgers spotted a UFO. He said so on Hard Knocks. The okay. fact that he had witnesses, does this make it more credible? Oh, yeah. No, it's totally credible. I'm sure that that was an uh, extraterrestrial life form in a uh, chase with the Air Force. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I, I, I'm picking up the, uh, the sarcasm in your voice. You don't think that it's possible that Aaron Rodgers and his former college roommate and that college roommate's brother saw a UFO in New Jersey? No, I do not. So you I think would, he's lying and making it up? I'd easily bet my life that it... No, no, no. I don't... No, no, no. I think he was high. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I mean definitely. But even if he's high, it could have happened. You think he was an ima- you think he was imagining a large thing in the sky? That's more than high. That's like as high as the sky. That I think is- he saw random lights in the sky, and his brain formed some narrative. Of course, and what the did- fighter jets. You think that? What was that? When- That's made up. Okay, so you think it's real? I think he probably did see something. The fact that he has witnesses, you know, doesn't that corroborate it a little bit? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Guys, are you with me on this one? No. Well, I have to hear from said witnesses. Like, him saying there were witnesses and we all were like, oh, my gosh. I want to hear from those witnesses and get corroborating stories. or Put them in different rooms, recount the story, and just make sure it matches up. I mean, maybe they were all high or maybe they all saw something. Do you Or maybe realize- Rogers is making it up and be like, yeah, me and my friends saw X, Y, Z. Like, 
Who's to say that they did? Who do you realize the the type of weed you'd have to be smoking to see a massive space? This is a guy who does ayahuasca. You think weed's gonna make you see this stuff? <laughs> Not back in two thousand eight or LSD? whatever. Maybe he's doing LSD. But don't you think you would have to say, "Hey guys, mushrooms." Maybe that what maybe that was the drugs. Like you wouldn't pass Ooh. it off to hard knocks. You're like, you know what? I was on this uh, acid trip this one time, and I thought I saw a it's spaceship. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but. He's, yeah, I mean, the odds of an extraterrestrial being sighted by one of the so most famous nonsense. people in America <laughs> seems unlikely. Uh, well, that's <laughs> it's not like, yeah, it's not. That's kind of what makes me feel like maybe there's a little truth to it because it's like, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Why, but listen, I know he lied about the vaccine thing, but like, why would he lie about this? I, I don't think he's lying. I think he's imagining it. It's just like, so when you see a guy in Nevada who says, yeah, man, I was up there and then a light came and there, or those people earlier this summer who said the big green guys came into their backyard. Yeah. Are they lying or is there something else going on? I think you have to be forthcoming if you're on a mind altering drug. Don't you have to disclose that before you tell this ridiculous story? Not if you believe legitimately that what you saw didn't have anything to do with the mind altering drug. Well, also, then you're just a dope. <laughs> if you're like, I've. He, I'm he, stone cold sober, and I saw this crazy thing. Well, yeah, also, but he, he goes on and talks about how, like, then he started doing research into UFOs and how UFOs, most of the sightings happen near nuclear power plants or some sort of nuclear energy because apparently the UFOs need nuclear energy to run. He's going on to a whole thing. At that point in your life, when you start believing that kind of stuff, that there's UFOs going near nuclear power plants and nuclear, you know, whatever— yeah. You're past the point of having to admit that you were on something when you saw it. But don't you think it can't be coincidence that the states that have the most UFO sightings also have the most acid consumed by their <laughs> average citizen? It's How many times do we see stone guys in jean shorts on the side of the road who saw something in the New Mexico desert? This is Jersey. Is this a, does Jersey have a high... Yeah, but... I don't know. Lots of people doing acid. And if you were to ask what NFL yes, quarterback one of them was most... is a quarterback for the football team there. He's <laughs> well, openly now. doing acid. What do you think ayahuasca is? <laughs> if you were most likely to ask what NFL quarterback has most likely seen a UFO, of course we're all going to say Aaron Rodgers, right? If Tom Brady came out saying, I saw a UFO, maybe I would believe it a little bit more. <laughs> Thank Matthew you. Stafford Thank came you. out and said, I saw a UFO. I'd be like, all right, well, Matthew Stafford doesn't make these wild claims all the time. No, Sam Matthew, Bra- Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Sam Bradford saw a UFO. <laughs> then there are aliens on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bradford's on Earth. But Mike think- nails it right there. Aaron Rodgers. If I, if, if early yesterday I said to you, which quarterback in the NFL is most likely to see a UFO, who would you say? Well, definitely Aaron Rodgers. But right. guys, <laughs> Okay, I'll agree with you. If Justin Herbert came out and was like, I saw a UFO, I'd honestly pack my bags and just get in a <laughs> rowboat and start rowing. I don't know what I would do. But I don't think Rodgers can, like, perpetuate this lie if or whatever if he was actually on mind-altering jugs and failed to tell us that small detail. Like, so he's going to be thought of as even a bigger phony. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Rodgers, oh, first of all, I don't necessarily think he was high, but I do think that some people see what they want to see. And I think most people who see aliens concoct this image in their brain that is sort of But he's got two witnesses. See, that's the thing. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, these are also witnesses who are his close friends who probably do or think or see the same things that he does. Do you remember when that guy went into Congress talking about UFOs recently? Yes. Uh, he testified about UFOs. And finally, like, and have you seen these UFOs? No, I haven't, but I've talked to a lot of people who've seen them. Come Wait, on, hold on. Here. But so there was one thing that happened to me once. This is not a UFO story, but something happened to me once, and I saw this thing that I couldn't believe I saw. Yeah. And I was so happy that my friend was right there next to me, and she saw the exact same thing without us even 
saying it. Was it a ghost or a UFO? No, no, no. It was in Washington, D.C. where somebody, um, like we saw what we thought was like a spy handoff where someone mm. put an envelope out of their back. Someone was on a bike and took an envelope out of their backpack and put it in the back seat of a car where the back um, passenger side window was rolled down and they passed each other without even breaking stride. And we were just like, oh, we just watched someone pass information to someone else. Yeah. And we watched it. We both saw it. And I was so happy I had a witness because mm. no one would believe right, me. Right, but would you That's automatically right. jump to these are like Russian spies who are taking down our government? Or would you be like, oh, well, maybe you were just like a guy in a bike who had a note for a person in a car? Well, I got I to gotta be honest. Yeah, like two bike messengers is more believable than <laughs> extraterrestrial life. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Sort of. Not to Aaron Rodgers. Wait, but I can't believe you're even asking us. You're like, wait, Aaron Rodgers had witnesses about the UFO in New Jersey? Come on, what what are we doing here? Of course this is ridiculous. I think the witnesses change. Is it 855-212-4CBS? There is just no way somebody that famous is going to be the first American to actually have a bona fide meeting with an alien. No, he said UFO. He didn't say alien. He just said UFO. Oh, he didn't say like anything came out of it. I mean, he like did a little say green it, was like, alien. it was unidentified. It was definitely flying and it was an object of some sort. So it was a UFO by wait, wait, definition. Wait, wait. But when people say UFOs, yeah, we're talking about aliens. I'm not talking about a drone like the, some guy's flying in his backyard. Which is probably what it was, by the way. But yeah, what, what do you mean he's talking? What do you think he means when he says UFO? He's well, not he, talking about some flight that went off target from Canada. <laughs> no, he's not talking about like these 710 coming to JFK. No, but the thing is. It's not like the people from Vegas who said we have something non-human. Remember that? The Ve the people in Vegas who called the cops and said there's something not human in my backyard. It wasn't like that. Yes, he, it was. He just said it was like a like a something flying, but he didn't say it's like a non-human like matter. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was kind of implying it, though. That was seemed like direct. Otherwise, why are I we mean, talking jet, about it? You know, <laughs> fighter jets flying past it and nuclear power plants and it turned, out it, it turned out it was a frisbee being chased by two dogs <laughs> <laughs> when he said i saw an unidentified flying like, object i think he was talking about something from outer space no maybe. but he didn't like say he witnessed an actual alien that's what i'm saying not like a, a martian yeah. or something he didn't get the anal probe i yeah. understand what you're saying <laughs> Yeah, it reminds me of the scene from Zoolander. He's like, Hansel, is it possible you've been smoking peyote for the this last is, four days and this is all in your brain? You, this is three steps away from that Kate McKinnon character you love so much on Saturday Night <laughs> Live who pretends that she saw an alien. <laughs> three steps away, Maggie. All right, all right. Coming up next, we do have, uh, to get to the Deion Sanders quote, which coach said he's already wrapped up coach of the year in college football? So we'll get to that right after this CBS Sports Update. Here's Rich Ackerman. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Breaking news coming from Nick Wright, noted Chiefs supporter, that Travis Kelsey is out tonight with that bone bruise in his knee. Yeah, it feels like the the second it went down to four and a half, someone knew that Kelsey was not looking good. The line, good. yeah. The, sorry, when the line moved down to four and a half. So that explains that. Uh, I guess common sense prevailed here, right? 
well, does not make a lot of sense for Travis Kelsey to play in this game if he's dealing with swelling. So reportedly, he is out tonight. Let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. Today's shot of the day, a little snapshot of the show, came from earlier. We were talking about Mike McCarthy's new mantra for the Dallas Cowboys. The theme is Carpe Omnia, sees everything. Mike McCarthy Googled inspirational theme <laughs> notes or something. He yeah. sounds like he didn't believe a word of what he was saying. He didn't even sound like he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> I'm starting to think he's a total fraud based on that comment. Starting to think? That's your Cowboys <laughs> What do you <laughs> when mean? When I say, I said embrace everything of hers. Seize yeah. everything. So, you know, I think themes are a good thing, you know. I'll tell you right now, Robin Williams and Depp Post Society, the exact opposite of Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys <laughs> head coach. Very opposite. They stand on the desk and they yell, Captain or Captain or they say yeah. something inspirational. Captain, my captain. That's the exact opposite. So, you know, I think themes are good to have, and I Googled this one, and it sounds... <laughs> and this came up. <laughs> yes, Mike McCarthy may be cramming for the the test. Wow. On needing an inspirational quote for the team. He's excited now. He's uh, You got him in the Super Bowl. I do. I have the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Perloff made his Super Bowl pick today. Got my Eagles over the Steelers. There you are. So you're welcome to disagree with us. Let's get to the Daily Dion. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. You believe in that? Well, we got to be keeping up with all things Dion Sanders now ahead of their big game against Nebraska this weekend. A little old rivalry revisited between Nebraska and Colorado. Uh, one big-time college football coach already has Dion as the coach of the year. Here is Jim Harbaugh, who's appearing on Stoney and Jansen, 97.1 The Ticket in Detroit. I love Prime's halftime interview, too. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, if we had hit him on two more passes, that Heisman would be chilling at his crib. Yeah. I mean, it was quite a performance. Uh, great. Great. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe the coach of the year is chilling in at Prime's crib. Yeah. 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 In Boulder. It's, yeah, it's, great. Uh-huh. It's, it's great. It's great for the game. There you go. That's interesting. I Talking guess. about Travis Hunter, if he had caught two more passes, he'd have the Heisman. And that's what Dion said at halftime. And now maybe coach of the year could be. Deion Sanders. I tell you that the words Jim Harbaugh and chillin' don't seem to fit. <laughs> He's a little forced. Uh, here, here's another one about Dion. This is, comes courtesy of Joel Klatt, obviously from Fox, talking with Colin Cowart. This is what I think also people don't understand about Coach Prime is that he's more like Nick Saban than he is different from Nick Saban. Mm. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. The reckoning that is every day in each of their programs is really high. It's what makes it hard to play and coach for Nick Saban. Nick Saban and Deion Sanders, more alike than different, Perloff. You're buying that. Oh, yeah. I I get that. Uh, Intensely competitive. You know, what is it? Nick Saban, to me, is sort of right out of the mold of Bill Belichick, uh, just winning above everything. And you kind of see that with Deion already. Uh, The fact that he came to Colorado and cut the entire team, that feels Belichickian a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. So they sort of, I, I, it doesn't surprise me at all to hear that, even though obviously Nick Saban has a lot more wins under his belt. And Nick Saban, obviously not the athlete that Dion was. They have different backgrounds. Dion's one of the great co- football players of all time. 
I don't know that Saban, Saban was a safety somewhere, right? No, but just like yeah. the personality types couldn't be further away. Now, I know Dion always oh, really? says, I'm old school, I'm old school. But yeah, I mean, I, Nick Saban says that positive, talking positively about Alabama is like rat poison. Dion's out here telling you how great they're going to be and how oh. winning is, you know, like how talented and, you know, and hyping up his team where Saban does the total opposite. Well, that move, though, but think about Dion going into Colorado and saying you're not good enough to be here. That felt Belichickian. That's true. And Sabanish. Like Dion also has a cutting side too. It's not all positive. When he if you're on his bad side, I don't think it's a good place to be. Uh okay, so we've got the breaking news about Travis Kelsey. He is not going to be playing in this game tonight. That's according to Nick Wright. And I agree with the decision. It's so not worth it to have him play against the Detroit Lions when you've got Jacksonville looming week two, and we think every win in the AFC is going to matter because it's probably going to come down to like every different tiebreaker in the book to get seeding. We can only imagine because the AFC is going to be so competitive. And I would take I would take Detroit in the money line in this game if I were betting it. I I like a lot of these these random players on. I you know we just had Carrington Harrison on. He said bet the over on Sky Moore. Receiving I just, yards, yep. Because Detroit Lions uh, defense still work in project. I don't think their secondary is any good. So I, I can't wait to see these speed, like Marcus Valdez scaling. Can there be big play after big play on both sides of the ball? But the number one most exciting thing today is Jameer Gibbs, the Alabama running back, number 12 overall pick. How are they going to use the Maggie? Aren't you dying to know? Yeah. Is that the most interesting thing? Yeah. I mean, one of them. I think, it's- I, I think you could argue that. Definitely. Uh, I'm interested to see if Aiden Hutchinson can court, can kind of pick up where he left off last year as he was like in the running for defensive rookie of the year that was ultimately won by Sauce Gardner. So I'm interested in that. I'm interested just if Detroit is going to be able to say live up to the hype, but yeah. are they going to come out of the gate gangbusters like how they ended last season or or not? Uh, we got to go. Thank you to Mike Samter. Thank you to Stu Kovacs. Thank you to Carrington Harrison who joined us earlier in the show. Miss any part of it? Download the Maggie and Perloff podcast. Enjoy the NFL tonight and we'll be back with you tomorrow. To the Weedos, the Purple Drinkers. We love you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.